should start recording. We already. Oh! Wow, that's going to be so loud. The mic is no, right here. No, good. I mean, you didn't exceed the wave. <laughs> well, whatever. This, Fuck it. This... <laughs> We're both pretty haughty already at this point. I think you're a little bit more than me. I'm ready to get there with I you. I had three beers before dinner, and then you drove sober, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. I had a beer at dinner and then a whiskey when we got back. It, I'm going to Tam... Tam? Tam Stein? I told you... I can't... <laughs> Tam Stein. I'm going to timestamp oh, this episode. I figured that's what you were trying to say. 10.44 p.m. Eastern Time, April 5th, in the year of our Lord, 2018. Why is it the year of our Lord? Just curious. Anno Domini. Oh, A.D. Oh, uh. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> what are we drinking, man? You haven't. You still haven't told I'll me what this is. All right. Oh, dude, it's so good. Wow, that's so much better than I was expecting. I know. Okay. Wait, hold on. Seven. It smells like ass. <laughs> it smells like utter... Wait, hold on. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, the the locker room in elementary school. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's like all, like, the sixth grade boys beaten off in the... <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that? Is that... No. At, wait, sixth grade in elementary school? That's... In the locker room, yeah. That's, you didn't do that? That's middle school. Elementary school is second grade. Whoops. <laughs> you were beaten off in the wrong <laughs> Okay. Wow. So, Hell of a start. Right? Okay, so this But seriously, is... it smells like shit. <laughs> uh, Yodi, thank you. Listener, friend, whatever, lover, Yodi, a.k.a. Cody. He is a longtime friend, listener, and a patron of the Craft Heads podcast. He is a hosbog. Do you call Patreons patrons? Yeah. You don't call them Patreons? No, they call them patrons. Okay. Yeah, so that's a thing. Okay. But or patrons? How do you? How? It's patron. Okay. <laughs> Tara. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Wow. Where was I going with that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Yodi, you were going to tell us about they, the drink. We already shouted him out. We did his topic. We did not do his drink. Yeah. So this this goes back. It would be a mixture. Um, I've been drinking these for years with Yodi. Technically, this drink is called a snowshoe. An ash drink? Sure. Yeah. No, it, it actually tastes really good, Yodi. Yeah. I do like it. It's it's a snowshoe, which is Canadian club and peppermint schnapps, equal parts. And then you just fill, you, you top it off with water to taste, and it's over ice. Mm-hmm. I love it. We also call it the pap. Mm-hmm. We do not refer to it as a snowshoe because... Yodi's 90-X-year-old grandfather, who's still kicking it around. I was just about to say, he's still champ, alive. still drinking. He's one of these guys that's like, is it noon yet so I can drink? It's amazing. <laughs> and he taught us the way of the pap. That's his drink, the snowshoe. So we started calling it the pap. So that's the background of the drink. So Yodi, thank you. We finally got around to your drink. And you can- we're going to be drinking them with him in a yeah, weeks, uh, right? Yeah, actually, you guys can look forward to... Yodi and Yaley visiting at the end of April. We put Y's on everybody's names. Yeah, we have a lot of nicknames end in E. Yodi, like the, the sound E, Yaley. but it's a Y. Exactly. Yeah. But Yorbachev, yeah. exactly. Yida, Swarby, Swarby. Yeah. yeah. So Yaley. you guys can look forward to that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a four man episode. Who knows what kind of trouble we'll get into that night? Oh, but. Looking forward to it. We have a topic uh, episode, but a little bit more BS to get into here. Have we any new patrons? I don't think anybody's new. Have we any new patrons? I like that question. 
We're, we're fooling around with Spit subject. Up. You forget. Yes. <laughs> like the subject predicate thing is, has been great tonight. New patrons. I'm actually searching the list right now. I don't think we have new boys. Oh. No. Hey, we're yeah. getting like 100 listens per episode. That means that there's 90 or 80 people that aren't subscribing that are listening. Hey, guys. Yeah, hook us up. Hook us up. Yeah, become a patron so we can shout you out. That'd be really cool. And get on the show. I mean, I okay, so we have said that we were only going to bring guests on the show that were going to come meet us in person. Yeah, but things are changing now. Life is changing rather quickly for the Spitali Orvitz clan. And we are going to tell people about it right now. Alex? Thank you. Thank you for giving me a segue. I wasn't sure if I want to do this. I lost my job. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm moving in with my girlfriend. Oh! Yeah. I'm moving up north. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, I've been... Giving... It's all good. It's Don't let anybody... Everybody's going to hear that and think, oh, but... Yeah, don't feel bad. Like, I've, I've never been this excited in my life. The only thing that sucks is I can't live with Tommy anymore, which yep. actually really sucks. But I'm really excited about this. Yeah. And so. I'll be staying in Atlanta, um, moving in with a buddy Jimmy of mine, most likely. Uh, that's uh, to be determined where, but uh, that's all happening in a couple months. And just real quick... I'm gonna let everybody know. Alex said he lost his job. He did not get fired. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was we all we got shut down straight up. And to be fair, my boss said that could happen on day two, and instead it happened on day three sixty six. So that's one day great. after but your it, anniversary, it, I worked there for exactly basically exactly a year. Okay, so it worked out really well, um, and that's really cool. So did you get any kind of vesting with like four hundred one because you were there for one full year? Um, believe it or not, I never had to. There was never any vesting. I got a hundred percent of their match. Ooh. Right off the bat. My new company is that way. I, we Good talked job. about 401ks yeah. before. <laughs> we, so we, we talk about it. 401ks too much, a.k.a. two episodes out of ten, which is too much. <laughs> 20%. Um, we do a lot of investing, though. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, speaking of, let's do it. Let's Robin t- Hood? Yeah. Okay. Let's tell people oh, about it. Oh, we need to get Robin Hood. Oh. <laughs> Shout out Tara, who got me into it. Robin Hood is a stock trading app. I love the stuff that we get into. Yeah. Stock trading app. And it's it's perfect for millennials because I've been dabbling in stocks for years, but I use like the the old fossil companies like TD Ameritrade and whatnot that charge you commission or commission fees on every trade. Robinhood is totally free. I am I am a much more millennial trader mm-hmm. than Alex. I I'm in Acorns, which for, for people who don't know that what that is, it rounds up everyday purchases that you take and invest them for you with no fees into index funds. I'm also in uh, an app called Stash, which is really good. Uh, similar, but that's more of a regular, I'm going to invest $25 a week kind of thing. And you build up. It's a great way for us to start saving money and get more interest rate than you will from the banks. Fuck them. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. now, Alex, last night, we were just sitting around puzzling for a little bit. And he told me about this new app, Robinhood, which uh, if you want to take it away, I'll let you. Yeah, but again, it's it's totally, there's no fees. I mean, you can... Put, you can deposit money into your account. You have access to it immediately, and you can buy stocks and sell them not long afterward as long as as long as long it's been settled and you actually have possession of it, and there's no fees whatsoever. It's the greatest thing ever. The interface, I spend a lot of time in my life complaining about technology and UI and UX. It's a beautiful app. Yeah. It is so simple. It looks pretty. It's amazing. I'm going to hone in on the word simple you said right there because people – our people our age are always worried about doing like taking the jump into investing. It is the there's easy, no jump. There, it's so there is easy. No jump. <laughs> it's so easy. Everybody, just download the app Robinhood or or Acorns and Stash if you guys want to do that too. Those are three of my favorite apps now. 
and they you just link up your bank account. You can set up an automatic. You don't even dep- have to link up the bank account on Robinhood. That's right. Well, yeah, because you get one free just for well, just for the it. referral. Obviously, if you want to start investing, you have to. But for stash referrals, talk to Tommy. Mm-hmm. For Robinhood referrals, talk to me. Yeah, and and. I don't know. Maybe I'll give Tommy some too. But <laughs> yeah, definitely. If if you are interested in what we're talking about, please talk to us because you get free stuff. Robinhood Suite, you get a free share of a random stock. That, that was the coolest. The, it's it, you scratch it off. It's a freaking scratch off ticket just from downloading the app. It's worth. It. They give you a free full stock of some company. And for example, I downloaded share. it. Thank you. Share. Of, of a company, and I got um, a Groupon last night, which I thought I, everybody knows what Groupon is. Uh, they're, they, you have a chance to get an Apple share, a share of Apple or a share of Microsoft. Oh, Hathaway. God. Hey, you can't talk. We'll, we'll move forward. We've been talking about investing. We can't talk. We have a podcast. We have a podcast to do. Wow. This has been great so far. Absolutely. Um, And I wanted to ramble about something else before we go into the topic. What is it? Uh, Dude. What is it? No, I want to know. I wanted to touch on politics for a second. Oh, for two reasons. Okay. And and by the way, if two v one listener Jesse is still out there somewhere, one time, uh, so on the last on two v one podcast, we were lauded for not getting political. I'm getting apolitical. Actually, is what I want to say because I'm not going to talk about one side of the stance. I'm taking a side of you should hate our government all the time, 100, percent regardless of who's in office. Two reasons are making are making me think of this. I watched V for Vendetta with Tara this past weekend, and because she hadn't seen it in years, and especially not like as a as a thinking adult, not you know twenty years old doesn't count. And I'm it's it's unsettling how how much more important and relevant that movie becomes with every passing year. Yeah, I gotta rewatch it. I think I've only seen it once, yes, and I really liked it the first time. And it should be required viewing for every American. And basically, my quick little five seconds that I want to talk about it. It's so scary. Three. Four, five. It's so scary. See you guys. No, <laughs> seriously. Um, the th- the one thing that bugs me about it is they they paint it as a as an ultra far right conservative group because Hollywood, of course, that's what they paint it as. But when you come right down to it, when you look at what's happening in the movie, it is the extremities of both shit sides, far left and far right. Which when you come when you look at what totalitarianism is, it is a mix of both things, and. It's scary. I mean, when you, when you look at all the different things that are in that movie, it's like, well, I can see a lot of parallels here. And one, one of the things... It's relatable. Yeah, like, again, they're blaming the far right, but I when I think of censorship, and I'm tying this back to something that just happened to me in real life, mm-hmm. I just got banned on Rocket League uh, <laughs> chatting because of an epithet that I hurled or slung at Five dollar word, epithet. Epithet. Epithet with yeah. an e. Yes. Okay. And I, I I love I love when you sling epithets. It's a really <laughs> insulting thing to do. And I like I remember when video games were fun and like you could like shit talking was a thing that you were not only supposed to do but like it's expected. Yeah, and you That's have to be good game. at it too. It's amazing. You had it, to be good at it back in the day. It makes the game way better. Yeah. And now you get reported and you get told you can't say this, mm. and then you get banned and it's like. What? Yeah. And I just, I really, after seeing V for Vendetta again for the 10th time, and then that happening to me right afterward, that's censorship. And that's not okay. And you know what else? Like, I read... Free speech censorship. Yeah, 2v1, Nick and Josh, they were talking... I I was supposed to look this up before I started the episode, but 
we talked about something where Microsoft is going to start like looking through your office documents, like scanning it with AI. And what? And different different like on, on, on Xbox Live and everything. And if you breach their code of conduct, you can be banned from using those things. What Grain of salt. Hell? I was supposed to look this up beforehand. I did not. I need to read that article more. Trust me, there's a good chance I'm going to next week I'm gonna say, oh well, I misspoke and said this. I have to correct what I said. But my, my point is there's some scary shit going on, and I need I need everybody to hate it with me. Sure, I hate it with you. It's I need to look it up too because yeah. I don't want to hate it until I read into it. But that sounds horrible. Censorship is never okay. Yeah, that's my main message. Again, I wanted to be like apolitical in the sense that I'm not on either side of the fence. I'm saying just hate any anything that is infringing on your own liberties. That's what you should do. That's pretty. That's pretty apolitical. I would say that's yeah. a very neutral stance. Yeah, because both sides are guilty of it in yeah. the extremes. Yeah, because I think most people are pretty moderate really Mm -hmm. anyways topic (laughs) okay let me get out my phone i took notes um so we we did like a combination episode we did yodi's drink and natalie did we shout out natalie before i don't think we did no well when we i don't think we did no we haven't shouted her out so she is a new she's new she did a one-time donation exactly a real big one a hossy one-time donation hossy donation Speaking of apolitical. Yeah. <laughs> and what I said to that guy. Um, Natalie, <laughs> thank you so much. And we have her cocktail coming at some point, but it's very complex. So that'll be either next Ooh, week. Oh, it is? Oh, she she named shit. something? Yeah. Oh, I, I showed have... it to you. You just don't remember. It's okay. okay. Hossbog. So, we'll Hossbog it up. Yeah. Her title, uh, or her topic rather, thanks, is... I didn't correct you. Yeah, I was actually thanking myself. Do people ever really change? All right, 14 minutes in. Go. <laughs> um wow. Yeah, I forgot about this. You've been hitting me with these and I'm not and I haven't been thinking about them. You got to hit me with one next time. Yeah. Are you recording for the backup? Um shit. Oh. All right, well now I am. All right, perfect. Well, at least it'll save you 14 <laughs> we, 15. Yeah, we've minutes. had struggles. So, do people really change? Yes. Okay. Physically, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. I, obviously, I think I think the question is personality. Yeah, my penis has definitely shrunk. Mine since, too. Since we've since I was born by, by ben, Benjamin Button style. I was born with like an adult wiener, and it, then it just became it just, a baby it just wiener. Kept getting closer and closer to your stomach, and, and you're gonna die with a nub. <laughs> wow. I did. That's, I don't know where that came from. We but, should do this more often. Yeah, for sure. Wait, don't we do this all the time? You're right. Cheers. <laughs> Seven. Um, do people change? I, I, You definitely grow as a person, right? Does that mean you change, though? Is that where we're going with this? No. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. so. Do you want to word this how, you want, how you're visioning it? Sure. And, and Natalie, if we don't answer this or talk about this to your satisfaction... Let us know because we can fix that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's more along the lines of people who have negative traits in general. Mm Because why would you, why would you work on a positive trait and try and make it negative? Obviously, if if you have some sort of a negative trait, are you able to truly change and disavow yourself from that particular trait 
and then continue on in a positive manner for the rest of your life, you know, permanently without any regression. And let me just give you a quick example because this is pretty shallow stuff, what I'm talking about. I am a legendary, world-class procrastinator. <laughs> and sometimes I will trick myself into thinking, yeah, Alex, you'll do this tonight. And no, mm -hmm. never. And I, it's like that old definition of insanity, which is way played out. Like doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expecting different results. That That is insanity. Mm -hmm. But I, I do it sometimes. You know, I, I really convince myself, oh, Alex, you'll, you'll do your homework on time this time. And I don't. Procrastination so that's a is a shallow example. That's a, no, that's a really good example. I wouldn't call it shallow at all because the the thing that I thought about once you started going into that spiel right there was um, people with addictive personalities. You yeah. can't change having an addictive personality. And that's a negative trait. You, you know what's... Okay, so I'll throw this back at you though. Oftentimes, I, th I think most times, especially if you try something alone to change, mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to have any success. You have to sort of uh, admit and acknowledge that you have something about you that you want to change, presumably negative, and you might seek outside help toward changing that that behavior or attitude or whatever. Perfect example, if you're a piece of shit with discipline like myself, I can guarantee you if I spent four years in the military, that would be changed. So there are outside influences that can fix really bad habits. I don't, I don't know if I would guarantee that. I think that okay, maybe, maybe not guarantee. That was a strong word. Yeah, but I do think in general that happens a lot. Yeah, the military is a really good example of something that can change you as a person in, in regard to discipline. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Um, I had a roommate in college who was part of the military, and the way he went into the military is the same way he came out of the military. He oh, didn't really? really change at all. He was okay. like. One of those people that just was lazy, hard to get motivated to do anything, like go out, for example. What, what about stuff like even bedtime and, and brushing his teeth at night? You know, just really routine stuff. No. Nothing. No, nah, he, was, he was... He was totally impervious to the military. <laughs> yeah. Indoctrination. I, Air Force, I don't know. People say that Air Force is, the, is like the weakest... I hear this a lot, that the Air Force is the weakest branch of the military as far as discipline-wise. Uh -huh. I, I would love to hear somebody write into us yeah, like the tell us because so, we don't know what we're talking about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And this is all from what I hear say, yeah. you know, through the grapevine. But the Air Force is like the easiest boot camp of like okay. you know the army yeah. and the, obviously the marines is crazy and navy seals don't even get me started but right. um and it's just kind of a breeze so maybe that might have something yeah, to do with sure. it that's that's certainly possible but i digress uh discipline is pos is something that might not be changeable i think um you know the way you treat people that's a trait that okay. can absolutely change about somebody I think you can I, treat people really shitty I and then am, that grows. I am typically, most of the time, especially as I've grown as a person, as we talked about, I have become a glass half full person. Mm -hmm. That's one place I might still be a glass half empty mm. person. And I'm glad, this, I'm glad that you brought this up because that's sort of, I think, where, where we're gearing this conversation toward is your conduct toward other people. Because mm -hmm. that, that's... Let's face it, when we talk about like, oh, can you change? It's usually in regard to a relationship and how you are with this particular person. And there are certain traits that, yes, maybe you can change. I, yeah, man, this, this is like nature versus nurture. I, I knew that we were going there, yeah, actually. Because, I mean, I, I look back on 
my past relationships and I have learned so much from them and I have changed the way I've conducted myself, but it's not, it's not like they're deeply ingrained tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, I, I, you change your exterior more than your interior. I don't, your, I, your, your outer looking, what people I, I really see more. I, I really don't know how to put it. I, I think, I think I'm still the same person, but I'm much more thoughtful and I have more intent with with the things that I do and the choices that I make. Uh-huh. Remember how Ma- you said James he drives with a purpose? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's our neighbor. I think to myself like everything that I'm thinking about, or you know, if if something sort of throws me aloof and I have to think about it for a second, I I, I think about it more purposefully, and I I really think Alex, is this what you want to say or should say, or is this how you should react? I just I. I'm much more able at this point in my life to think about things in a, in a better, more rational manner. And I think I've changed in that way, but let me, let me give you a shitty example. Okay. Say what you're going to say. Okay. It's, it might take us down a different tangent. Are you okay with that? Uh, should I do mine before? We let me just say, cause this might be yeah, yeah, yeah. along go, the same lines is we've both been in relationships where we have seen red flags from the beginning. Oh Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that's this this is probably I mean, Natalie, not to call you out, but you probably have been down the same path. You've had a relationship where you felt in the beginning that you saw a red flag that you possibly ignored because you really liked that person. Cause I've been there, Alex has been there. Yep. Probably ninety nine percent of America has been there. The world. That's a good point. I'm I'm glad okay, I like this. So you've been down this path and you think, okay. I, I love this person enough. This is something that, that we can work through or I can possibly work through. Or you're just seeing through rose-colored glasses and you're just like, hey, fuck it. I'm going to see this through. And in the end, that's probably the same thing that ended your relationship. It's, because it's, it, it's the death knell. It, it really at is. At the same time. And I think that that is something as I grow, it's this is something that's changed about me is I – well, actually, I mean, I can't really say because that was my last relationship. You see those things. And you should immediately take action on that when you see that red flag. You should probably say, this is something that I shouldn't ignore off of that. And and more importantly, it's it's very important to acknowledge, hey, this person is this person. Mm. They have a right to be that way. And if it's incompatible with what I want, I need to be the person to say, this isn't going to work out. Yeah, it, It's not like you can, you have the, I don't want to say the right, but I guess so, it that person shouldn't change. You just shouldn't be with that person. Right. I was using with that I person. was using the word red flag, and that comes with a negative connotation. I shouldn't say that. If you see something that isn't like well, sometimes you said, it is a red flag, but sometimes it's a red flag, and yeah. something is wrong there, yeah. and that person needs to grow up a little bit. But sometimes it's just incompatibility with you. Incompatibility is a very important thing to keep in mind. And all right, I'm going to give two examples. I'm going to give a, a very simple example like a shallow one like a uh, exterior super superficial good lord that's the word i wanted instead mm-hmm. and then something much deeper and darker so <laughs> superficial level organization level mm-hmm. sometimes i'm very messy versus organization exactly per- organized person yeah okay. or even or even clean versus dirty because those are two different things mm-hmm. but uh, i i am a usually even though i have weird little pockets of disorganization I'm a very OCD kind of person. Like, I, I line shit up, you know, like everything's got to be right. And I, I, I'm very cognizant of the way I organize things and whatnot. And if you are with somebody or living with somebody or whatever, it doesn't have to be romantic. You're not, I'm not calling you out because you have no problem in this arena. But 
that can be something that is not necessarily a red flag, like you were saying, because some people just live differently from you. But it could be a straight up thing that's a that is different from you and it's fundamentally incompatible with you and therefore you should recognize that and just be like you know what in the long run this person is probably not going to change especially at our age you know we're in our, we're in our late 20s now mm-hmm. it is very difficult to unlearn something that you've been doing your entire life yeah that's sort of where i'm getting with this now that was a superficial example a really shit example is like cheating duplicity whatever Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Duplicity. That, that, woof. Thank you for taking me a step back. But yeah, the smoking is, is a, that's different because that's a chemical yeah. problem. Uh, even though, hearkening back to the last episode, I believe that falls on individual responsibility mm-hmm. and accountability. You're still the one smoking. But anyways. Well, like I said earlier, addictive personality too. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. But um, cheating is something I feel pretty strongly about. Mm-hmm. I don't think cheaters change. I'm going to say that. Yeah, you kind of have that gene inside of you. I know you and I both have that gene inside of us that when you're with one person, you want to be with one person. Yeah, and I think there is a gene. I don't think scientists have identified it yet, (laughs) geneticists. But I think there is one that determines whether or not you are physically and able, capable, capable, able of cheating Mm -hmm. or or betraying somebody. And I, that one, that's an off switch Uh for me. I, I, I can't. I and I think that there's three types. Not that of I would want to. I, I think there's. I, I can't. Yeah, agreed. There's three types of people. There's there's the people that, like you and I, are incapable of it because like we we deal a lot in romance and that connection. I think that there's people who want to be with several people at a they time. They feel temptation but resist it. Well, no, actually, I went from one spectrum to the other. Oh, I was did you? Gonna... I thought you were going. I thought you were stopping in the middle for a pit stop in the middle. I, <laughs> you finish. Don't worry. You 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 nailed it. Yeah. That's where I was going. Okay. Um, there's the people who can't. There's the people who do do <laughs> and and constantly want to. Like people that want to be in polyamorous relationships. Oh, hate it. Um, and then there's the people that are. Um, wanting to they feel, they feel it but they resist but they're like they're like i'm in love with this one person i'm not going to do that and and by no means am i saying that you and i don't think that other people are attractive at no, all times when we're can, dating can other people healthily appreciate other people healthily appreciate level. beauty yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> we've been doing that all of our lives exactly probably too young but then there's the people that like have sexual attraction but still hold off because and and that's because they a, know it's wrong. They're tiptoeing the line there. Yeah. Like I I've never been there, yeah, so I don't know. Exactly, I haven't been there either. But it's I I've had some weird experiences personally in my own life where, in a way, if, if you've committed that, <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say sin, and I thought that sounded too bad. And then I then I was gonna say atrocity. <laughs> oh, even I think atrocity is even worse. I, I know. I get real verbose whenever I drink, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, when you've done that in your head, you've already done it, mm-hmm. uh, to me. So, yeah, doing it in the head is almost as bad. I mean, mental cheating is just as bad as physical cheating. I'll, I'll never forget a moment whenever I shared some personal experiences with some classmates of mine, um, I don't know, some indeterminate amount of time ago in my life. <laughs> and whenever I told this girl about something that had happened to me, she was like, ew, that's even worse. And I said, I was like... You're what, mental cheating? Over yeah, and I was like, ew, you're right, it is. I mm. hate it. Mm-hmm. And it, 
It's really shitty. And I don't want to turn this in, into an adultery cast. But, <laughs> yeah, there's there's there are certain... I think the answer to the question, do people really change? Yeah. There are... I think it's easier to change the superficial things. Mm-hmm. Not the deeply ingrained personality-driven traits. Because you can... Humans are animals, after all. You can train us. I mean, I... Let's say I were messy. You could train me to be organized. My brother's a good example. He was always very messy and disorganized as a kid. And now his, he's got a pristine house. Exactly. Mm-hmm. His wife has been a tremendous influence on him. I think he grew up to some extent. And my parents' like draconian influence as we were growing up, that helped also. But for sure, you can learn those. You can unlearn superficial traits but i think the deeply ingrained personality ones are much more difficult to overcome can you think of anything that you remember like having kind of a moment where you've went from you've flipped the switch and went from one personality trait to another superficially since we're talking about that or deeply if since we don't have a direct answer should we take a minute to think about this (laughs) i was kind of hoping you were gonna go there Woo! I'm going to trust Tommy here, and he said I can piggyback off of his ideas. You can't. Actually, it's probably unrelatable. I I wanted to come up with an exact moment, the way way that you asked me that question, but continue. I'm going to shout out a big listener right now. Uh She's texted me almost every episode, my cousin Carly. Okay. She loves the show. Love you, Carly. Thanks for listening. Love you too, Carly. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, By the way, he talks about you a lot, so he loves you. (laughs) And she uh, tells me all the time, she texts me and tells me how it just feels like she's hanging out with me. Me and her, I've had some of the greatest moments of my life I've been with this this girl all my all my life. She just had a kid uh, on, I think, the eight. Yeah, this is, oh man, <laughs> this is, uh, what's today? So it was Tuesday? I believe it was Tuesday that you, um, no, it was Monday. Monday. I can't remember, Are I'm sorry. Are you sure? Carly, April, it's April 2nd or 3rd? Pick one. Monday. April 2nd. Happy birthday, Killian. (laughs) Killian Whitsett. So she had Killian on Monday. And it's so weird because Carly is a year younger than me. And I called her and we had like this really, this great conversation that I really loved. And I was like, this is really weird for me. You're an adult. You're married and you have a kid. And I'm just over here job hopping. Yeah, and and even whenever I met Carly years and years ago, she seemed... To me, from my current perspective at the time, like, oh, she's younger. And now she's, like, leapfrogged us. Well, here's where I'm going with this, is I called her and I was like, you're an adult. And she, in that moment, she was like, yesterday is the first day that I felt like an adult. Yeah. And that's a moment, that's a changing moment. When you become a parent. When you become an adult and you feel like you're an adult, I mean, like, we're adults, whatever. But, like, you, she's, like, taking on a huge responsibility right there. And the marriage thing. That's a big responsibility, too. Of course. That's a changing moment where I think that I we will never really know. And I will... and Until I will you get there. Yeah, once we get there, I think I'll be able to say people change. And, like, there is this undying, like, selfishness about you before you have a family. And as soon as you have a family, marriage, spouse, if it's the right one. Right. And your children, where you go completely selfless and you're like yeah. i will do anything for these people when you have especially your child mm-hmm. i mean from everything that i've understood growing up i mean 
it almost sounds weird because it's not like you forsake your spouse, but your child does come first once you have a child, mm-hmm. from from what I understand. That's yeah. sort of the way it's, quote, supposed to be. I have friends, I mean, <laughs> until they have a, children, a child, they won't really know, but I have friends that are like, I would choose my spouse over my family. You, but you have to wait until you, you have it, a kid. Yeah, I know yeah, you, can't you can't really can't say that, that but it's really, yeah. it's just, I mean, if you meet the right person, which I know like you're in a great situation with Tara, I, f- I think I'll feel that way when I meet the right person. I'll be like, this person is my everything. Yep. And I and I'll probably say that about my kids too. I'll be yeah. like, this thing that I created is, that's eight pounds is my everything. Exactly. Yeah. This thing is going to be me. <laughs> I think I think that's a I think that's a watershed moment for a lot of people, um, for sure. And I wish I had a better answer. I, I admit, I I cannot come up with one on the spot. Mm. Like Tommy asked me, I think for me, my I have changed, and, and I've said that on a few episodes. Mm. I've changed a lot. But they are slow, grown, gradual. You've grown. I've you grown. haven't changed. Yeah, they're gradual. And, You've and, always been the same eight-year-old Alex yeah, that I met. Yeah, that's but exactly. But you're grown. Yeah, but I'm grown. And, and and frankly, I've met people who have changed in in a in snap of a finger. And I actually don't respect people that mm-hmm. do that. Because yeah. that is a red flag. It's scary. It is. Uh, having a child, I think, is, is an extreme exception, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, whenever you see, oh, my God, there's a living thing that I just created. That, that is a snap change. Yeah. But, like, whenever it's a, an outside influence, and, again, I've experienced this firsthand before. Spirituality, faith, that can change you quickly. It definitely can, and it's, it, it can be... It's weird when it comes from the wrong organization or institution or person or whatever, because it can be very jarring. Mm-hmm. And... I want to remind everybody that that is a very individual thing. Like that's a whole other conversation. We've yeah. talked about that. No, there's a lot of great. There's a there's a much there's a huge amount of great things it can do. But I feel like people like somebody that converts from like an atheist to loving God like that like in a snap of a finger. That's scary. That you're like why 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 what yeah, happened? Or, or even Judaism to Christianity or vice versa. Like mm-hmm. that's a big thing to just do real fast. Yeah. You know? And, that's why I think gradual change has a more lasting effect. I think if when you do it, when a, like a knee jerk change, real fast, snap of the fingers, there's a better chance that it's going to, you're going to regress mm-hmm. in whether that's a bad thing or not. I mean, who knows? But Natalie, we went on a, we went on a few little um, tangents here. I think we did good. Okay, good. I think we did really okay. good, actually. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I, I feel good about it. Natalie, I hope you got something out of this because um, uh, I've only hung out with you the one time, but I, I really enjoyed the time we hung out. And um, looking forward to another time that we can hang. Alex loves you, obviously. You're Tara's Absolutely. really good friend. Yeah, I have, I have so. everything to, to be thankful for for you. But yeah, yeah exactly. And that goes for everybody. I mean... We love all of our listeners yeah. a lot. Yeah, that goes. For that I, I hope we can have a huge like hundred person craft heads podcast party. Oh uh, my let's God. make it like a thousand. Let's make it like two thousand. Yeah, I'm. I'll set a new goal on the Patreon. <laughs> if people are like, "Hey, you should, you should a be big serious. ass party. Let's yeah. do it, dude. That'd be so. That, I, I oh. swear to God, I would coordinate that. If we get a hundred Patreon, I just patrons, swear to God, hundred Patreon patrons, we have we we throw a party. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that should be the thing. We, yeah. I mean, two episodes, whatever. Hey, and some, we'll yeah. still do the merchandise, but we should also do the party. I'm, I'm in. 
subscribe to Pot- Craft Heads Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you, dude, iTunes. You can make us throw a party if you commit a dollar. Yeah, you commit a dollar and you guys, everybody will get it for free. We'll buy the keg. Oh my god. Shit, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to buy it. We'll, we'll provide this the alcohol. This has been a great episode. We, we ran long. Oh See shit! Ya. See you guys! Oh! oh.